Hello and welcome to Make Money and Stick It to the Man with me, Dominic Frisby. Sometimes you got to have faith. I remember having lunch once upon a time with a fund manager of the old school refined Englishman variety. And he rather took me back towards the end of the meal when he started talking about this company his fund had put money into. Previously so understated, my fund manager acquaintance became wildly enthusiastic about this company, speaking with surprising zeal and passionate volume about cash flow and profit margins. I almost wondered if it was the same chap. He's fallen too much in love, I thought. He's never going to be able to sell. Then I took stock. This is one of the most successful fund managers in the business, I thought. If I compare my investment success to his, well, he's clearly a lot better at it than I am. But he's in love with this company to the point of being delusional. It was then that I had a bit of a light bulb moment about the psychology of being long. Never mind our refined fund manager, I could just have easily been describing Tesla investors, silver bugs or Bitcoin maximalists when I used the word zeal. You need that zeal or belief as an investor. If you're too cynical, you'll be one of those people who's been declaring since forever that Bitcoin or Tesla or whatever is a bubble and you'll miss out on some of the greatest investment opportunities of our lifetimes. Then again, you need to be cynical too. Otherwise, how do you sell? Bearish articles seem to command a lot more wide nods of agreement, never mind hits than bullish ones. Bears are hallowed as geniuses when bear markets come around. Yet bears have also predicted 37 of the last three declines. They're wrong much more often than they're not. At least the perma-bears are. There's a time to be bearish and a time to be bullish, but human beings progress and thus economies tend to grow over time. So the bullish stance tends over time to be the correct one. The key is to be cynical and disbelieving in the face of rubbish investments and deeply credulous when confronted with not-so-rubbish ones. Easy to say, hard to do. You've got to know when to hold them, know when to fold them, know when to walk away, know when to run, as Kenny Rogers once sang. How to know? There's no substitute for knowledge and experience. That's how to know when to channel your youthful bravado and when you're wise and cynic. I think we are instinctively bearish. I say that because instinct enables us to evaluate risk and take precautions. There could be a vicious predator in those trees. There probably isn't, but there might be, so let's act as though there is. That way we'll survive. Let's assume the seas will be rough tomorrow and have a lifeboat in place. So how do we overcome our instinctively bearish psychologies in a bull market? If you're not a 100% technical-driven investor, which is most of us, even if we do stare at charts, how do you stay bullish through a bull market so that you stay invested and keep riding the thing up? Belief is the answer. You need some of our fund manager's belief. But that belief needs to be founded on something. Knowledge. The more you read, listen to podcasts and generally do your research, the more you'll know... If you can back up your beliefs or theories with hard facts, truth, data and information, then you reinforce them. Your belief is not then superstition or delusional. It is fact-based, evidence-based, to use the NAF expression that's now so commonplace. So how am I applying this in today's markets? 
I was of the mind that there was a major shortage in most commodities, due largely to a decade of underinvestment, and that as a result prices of energy and metals were going higher. The action in commodities over the last couple of months has shaken that belief. I could also see that the Russian invasion of Ukraine had panicked prices a lot higher than perhaps they should have gone, given current levels of supply and demand, so we did seem to need a correction, and we got one. But it's the sell-off as a result of falling demand from China for metal as a result of its lockdown that surprised me and the grinding action that's followed. So I'm back to reading, researching and thinking. Have the facts around this bull market changed? Perhaps a little, but not nearly as much as the price. Is this ESG net zero transformation still ongoing? There's a growing realisation dawning about how much it's going to cost, but I still think decarbonisation and the electrification of everything remains a huge theme for this decade, and that requires a huge amount of metal and energy. I'm looking at my portfolio of investments. I like what most of the companies are doing. I like how they're going about things. I like the sectors they're in. I can see increasing demand for their products. So I've got very little I want to sell. Not at current prices, at least. Should I buy more, then? Huh. I'm exposed enough as it is. I'm deeming this a correction in an ongoing bull market rather than the end of the bull. But just the fact that I've used the word deemed expresses doubt. Maybe I need to consume more bull food to get those beliefs a bit more entrenched. Like that fund manager, whose company went up ten times, by the way. Thanks very much for listening. I'll be back with another podcast very soon.